0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: All right, so we're gonna we've we figured out that at ten fifteen this morning we're going to play Stump Rothenberg, but from then until now we're going to get some more of your calls on the Giants, and you know it, it's it's very fr- funny. I get a, a tweet, and some of the, the the tweets are just they're out of their minds. All right, Dale Simons Jr. tweets in. He says, "Honestly, both the Giants and the Vikings are frauds." How are the Giants frauds? The, the Giants are, are a mediocre at best football team with a record that resembles that. They have no receivers. They have no secondary. Their linebackers are lousy. They're, they're getting as much as they possibly can out of what they have, and they're 8, 6, and 1. The Vikings are 12 and 3. You should, you shouldn't, it should not be thought of. I'll tell you what, just to show you how fraudulent in my mind the Vikings are. I'm, I I want to get in, and if I get in, oh, God, give me the Vikings again. That's a game we can win. Not the Niners. I don't want any part of the Niners. Give me the Vikings again, because I think the Giants have a real chance to beat them. A real chance to beat them. All this team has to do is win one game, and that's it. And then you're locked in. You're now locked in. So win one game. Get in. If it's the Niners, then so be it. If it's the Vikings, you know what? I'll lick my chops at that game. I think the Giants would have a real chance to win that game. I mean, think about this. Just to show you how fraudulent they are, that's going to be the, probably the two seed, right? And if the Giants play them, the spread will be what? Three, three and a half? They go to San Francisco and take out the Niners? Probably eight, eight and a half? No. I, I, come on. But to say the Giants are fraud, this is, I mean, the Giants are getting as much out of things as they could possibly ask for. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six, and I and I get that you're frustrated, and that you're annoyed, but stop, really, it, you're you're embarrassing yourself, is what you're doing if you're comparing the Giants and the and the Vikings. Let, let's go to um, let's go to Tony in the Bronx. Tony, good morning. You're you're next up on ninety 800 Oh God, Tony, turn down the radio. Hard when you bring these people on, you must tell them, like, all right, keep the radio down and, and no Bluetooth, right? Every time. And yet, minutes later, it's like they have no concept of what you've just walked them through, right?
2: Too much eggnog probably in the morning.
1: But it happens all the time. This is not like a Christmas special. This is an all-the-time.
2: Too much incompetence all the time, maybe.
1: So you're you're saying—this you, is you saying this, not me. You're saying our, our callers and listeners are incompetent.
2: I can only do so much when I tell you the instructions and I put you on, on hold— and then eventually you flub it.
1: It really was a flub. So getting back to this game yesterday again. And the thing to me, see, if the Giants would have gone out, just lost the game. Minnesota played a better game, made the plays, you know, won this one 27-17. I don't think I'd be nearly as, as frustrated as I am right now. To have, I mean, I, again, I really, I, I mean, your quarterback was excellent. But Saquon played an, a terrific game. You yeah, know, I th- actually thought the defense was, was, was really good in this one, which is a weird thing to say when you allow 27 points, but I thought the defense did a really good job in this game. Like, I mean, Dalvin Cook, what did he run for? He didn't have a huge game by any stretch. I think he ran for like 60 yards. And Jefferson is elite, and Hawkinson is terrific, and and their best players made plays. You know, it's so funny. So I'm looking at the, at the stats right now. So Kirk Cousins was 34-48. For two ninety nine and three touchdowns with a QBR of one oh seven nine. And I, I don't sit here thinking to myself, boy, Kirk Cousins was elite yesterday. Like, uh, not even a little bit. I, I guess, I don't know that Kirk Cousins has, may, maybe he's just that guy that perennially is going to be like, yeah, you, you say to yourself, the best he can be is pretty good. Even when he's really good, he just doesn't get the credit, right? You look at Jefferson, you're like, boy, that's special. He he really is. He's a, He's a special receiver. I'd like to, I'll tell you what. I would love to see the Giants take on the Vikings with the Dory Jackson and Xavier McKinney and a full a full team. Not that it'll be full, full, because you're not gonna have your receivers and compliments back like that, but give me Thibodeau, give me O'Jalari, give me Lawrence and Leonard Williams who look like he got banged up yesterday. I just I, I again maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they go on a run. Maybe the Vikings go to the Super Bowl. I would be stunned if that were to happen. Stunned. Felix in the Bronx. Felix, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Hi, good morning, Dave. Uh, how you doing? Oh, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
3: I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Listen, I, I think they played a, a hell of a game. I think the defense was good. You, you're right, the defense was good. I think the wide receiving, that number 80, oh my God, that guy is awful. He can't even, he can't catch a call, that guy.
1: I, I mean, so Felix, bad. how, how, but, but here's think... my question, here's my question to you. He is a, like, the definition of a journeyman wide receiver. How angry are we supposed to get that he shows you every single time that that's what he is—a journeyman wide receiver?
3: Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, you know what? That's what they got. That's why they got to play. I understand that, but I, I think if if they play the Vikings again, I I, I, I think the Giants could beat them. They can't I can't beat them. I mean, the Vikings. The Vikings ain't going to win every game by one single score. They're going to lose one, and I'm, I'm afraid he's
1: going to be in the playoffs. And well, I think they, the Giants listen, they, they're no- not going for it. No, what's, what's going to happen is they'll probably, you know, thanks to the call, Felix, they'll probably host a playoff game. They'll squeak out a playoff game, and then they'll have, you know, they'll get by the Giants or Washington by a point, and, oh, we did it again in twenty four twenty three. and how good are we? And then they'll take on, like, San Francisco or Dallas or Philadelphia, and they'll get waxed. So their one-score record will not be affected, but they will get – they play a good team. This is what happens all the time. You play a good team, you're going to get hammered. Look what Dallas did to them. They, they destroyed them. They went to Philadelphia. They destroyed them. I'm sorry. They have some weapons, but they are total frauds. I mean, they're, that. you think that's a 12-3 team? Any other year, 12-3, you're, you're – I mean, you're the one seed. Uh, on the verge of being where you're, where you're on the verge of being. Right. That that's the truth. You're, you're. I mean, you go to the Packers. You think they win that game in Minnesota? I mean, in, in Green Bay? I don't know about that. Or maybe they just find their way to escape by a, a point or or two or three, and then they go to Chicago. So that's their last home game. They can wind up fourteen and three. And you look at that team and say, "There's no way they're going to the Super Bowl." And I, I would sign for it right now, right now. You give me a, a binding contract, Minnesota goes to the Super Bowl, I would sign for it immediately because I'm going to need them to win games. I have no trust in them, none. And you saw it yesterday. I thought the Giants were – I mean, if Cordell Flott intercepts that pass, if Bellinger doesn't drop it, you know, when he's running into the secondary and fumbles it away, if um, Richie James hangs on to that pass, where that, I mean, that, that is a, a first down. That is a first down. The Giants moved the ball well. I mean, Daniel Jones, for all you want to say about him, and, and he doesn't have receivers, and the offensive line can be banged up, and all these different things. He was excellent in that game yesterday. Excellent in that game. He threw for over 300 yards. He made big throws in big times. He was effective with, with his legs. I mean, I, I listen. There's a lot of things that you're going to get answered from now to the end of the season with the Giants, and one of the things that I think is on the verge, if not completely answered, is I think, you know, your quarterback's going to be next year. And I heard Mike Tenenbaum on with the needy yesterday doing their, their New York Game Day show, and he said there's going to be teams lining up for Daniel Jones. And look around the NFL. I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams that need a quarter. The Jet, I mean, the, God, the, you know what? The Jets would, would give anything to have a guy like Daniel Jones right now. Daniel Jones, your quarterback right now? We're not talking about are the Jets going to get in. We're talking about are the Jets – how far do they go? Ray in the Bronx. Ray, good morning. You're next up.
4: Hey, good morning,
5: uh, Dave, and uh, Merry Christmas. And I just – I'm always excited to speak with you because I honestly
4: believe you're the best Thank you, what you do. So, so well, th- Thanks for the call, it's Ray. Good.
1: It's very nice of you. What do you What got you got? No, this absolutely.
4: Morning? Merry Christmas. I just I, – to stay on that, that topic, though, Daniel Jones – and I don't know, Dave. His ceiling has never been higher than it is right now, you know. And, and I think he, we're a few weapons off, obviously. But I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying, you know, he's the, the greatest thing since sliced bread. But he, he's he's it. I think we we can do it with him, you know. And we, we have a, a good defense. Obviously, coaching has been great this season. I'm happy with what we have. I'm happy with what we, we've seen so far. And we just get him some weapons. I think we're in, in good shape. And what do you think about that? Dave?
1: I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think if you give this guy, I mean, Bellinger is a tight end, it's fine. He's not a special tight end by any stretch, right? I mean, you have three receivers that, I mean, the, the best one is is subpar. If you change the receiving core, shore up this offensive line, I mean, this Giants offense has a real chance next season to be to be good, to be competent. That's the thing that's so promising, is that they, they, they're a year early. They're a year early. They were not supposed to be a playoff team this year. You're one win away or some help by getting yourself in. And remember Don's whole take, I don't, I don't want to back in. They have not. I mean, they beat Washington. They should have beaten Minnesota. You win one of your next two and you're in. That's not backing in. They, they are on the verge of being a, a, a an above 500 team with this team. It's amazing. All right, so today's not even our day. So we're, we're playing this thing by ear, and we came to the analysis and realization that we're going to do right now a Stump Rothenberg. So it is out of time character. It is out of day character. But we believe that there's enough of a listening fan base that calls will absolutely line up. And don't make me a liar on Christmas morning. So 1-800-919-3776. We go Stump Rothenberg, which means you can go anywhere you'd like. Anywhere you'd like. And for the most part, I'm going to get the answer right. Harvey's going to play. Phone lines are starting to ring. 1-800-919-3776. What could be better? Presents around the fire in your Christmas pajamas drinking a hot cup of coffee and stump Rothenberg on the app or the radio. Well, it's next and it's right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com he knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys. And he's very humble. I go away. This, this show dies. dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS4 or 7, by the way.
1: All right, the rarity. The Sunday morning edition of Stump Rothenberg. We'll We'll see if this is appropriate or if this is uh, something we shouldn't have done. But I wanted to give you guys the opportunity. I wanted to give you... A Christmas present. The Giants couldn't do it. The Jets couldn't do it. I'd like to try and do it. Harv, where where are we standings wise? We are an astounding, oh, astounding,
2: four forty four and ninety one.
1: Four forty four and ninety one. Now we only have today, and then um, next Saturday, and then we put a fresh scorecard out there.
2: Is that how it goes? Yeah, we, yeah I thought this thing just this rolls season. on and on and on until the retirement. No, no, no retirement. this
1: is for the year. This is for the year that record. Sure. So let's uh, let's see what we got. Let's go to Andy in Merrick. Andy, lead us off. You're on Stump Rothenberg.
0: Good Sunday morning, David Rothenberg. Dave, yes. what would Stump Rothenberg be without an RJ Santillo five pack? Would you go on five
1: pack? Now, hang on a moment. Harv, are you doing the five-pack, or should we let Andy from Merrick do the five-pack?
2: It's very rare that we can have two five-packs. This is
1: going to really help my record tremendously. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the Stump Rothenberg naysayer is going to be like, oh, they shouldn't count towards your standings. But you know what? It's Christmas. Andy, you have a five-pack. I'll play in your five-pack.
0: I got a Miami Dolphins five-pack. All right. Let's go bang, bang, bang. Ready? Bang, bang, bang. Hall of Famer, Jason Taylor. Akron. Yes. His, his running mate, Zach Thomas.
1: Oh, God, was he? I think he was Texas Tech. I, I'm going to undersized linebacker, Texas Tech, Zach Thomas, Texas Tech.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> One of the Marks brothers, Mark Clayton.
1: Is he Orville? One of them was. I think he was... Is he the one? Yeah, I think Mark Clayton is Louisville. Final answer. Yes!
0: (laughs) Quarterback Ryan Tannehill.
1: Uh, Quarterback, but former tight end at Texas A&M.
0: All right, four for four. Here's a tough one. 1987 first-round pick. And farther of Nick and John Bosa, Joey Bosa, excuse me. John Bosa, Miami Dolphins first rounder.
1: This guy was a, was a wrestler, I believe, wasn't he?
0: Uh, that I'm not sure about.
1: Yeah, I think he went to Boston College.
0: Woo! Right,
1: they holidays, go. Dave. Happy holidays! How about that? And listen, I didn't ask for the five pack; it just showed up. And Harvey, that's some way to stop start stump Rothenberg, isn't it? Very five we, and zero.
2: Very rare we start with a five pack, but also rare we start with five and zero. So good job.
1: All right, uh, but you know what? All bets are off because it is Christmas morning. Let's go to Josh and sales Josh, you're on stump Rothenberg. Okay, Dave. So here's my question.
4: All right. Uh, First of all, I think you get asked Ryan Tannehill every week, so you should probably take some of the redundancies off. But in the famous Happy Days episode Mm -hmm. where Pinky Tuscadero showed up, there were three episodes where she showed up. What is Pinky Tuscadero's
1: first name? What, Pinky was only on three episodes ever of Happy Days? Pinky was on three episodes, of course, played by the late, great Roz Kelly. Pinky's real first name. You know, she was actually uh, from New York. Yes. Um, there was a time I knew it. And it's a common name. It might be Carol, but I'm not sure. And then her... her was it her cousin or her sister Leather Tuscadero I think and I'd say 60-40 Carol Pinky Tuscadero wow that impressive that's incredible well done Thank you. I, I, I was I mean she was back in the demolition derby remember with Fonz and she kind of saved them and they said that it's no place for women and then she, she got involved uh, I was a big big fan of Happy Days uh, that's 6 0. Oh. Now, Harv, I don't remember Ryan Tannehill being asked before. Do you?
2: Neither do I. But, yeah. but Ryan Tannehill is getting slandered for, for no reason. It's the holidays. For no man. reason
1: whatsoever. He didn't even play yesterday.
2: That's
4: right.
1: Getting that slander. Uh, and they missed him terribly. They win that game if he starts. Bernie, Virginia. Bernie, you're on Stump Rothenberg.
4: Elite Christmas morning show. Elite. Thank you. I have a Wimbledon question. I know you're big a big tennis, tennis guy.
1: guy. Big tennis guy.
4: We all know Wimbledon is held every year at the All England Lawn Tennis Club. The original name of the club was the All England Club, and there was only one sport that was played. What sport was originally
1: played at that club? Croquet, I believe. That is correct. And that is 7-0. and 7-0. Oh. Oh. I mean, however you see what's happening here, this, this very well right in front of you might be a Christmas miracle.
2: Right in front of us all.
1: Right in front of all of us. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Jason in Hamilton. Jason, you're next up on Stump Rothenberg.
5: Hey Dave, thanks for taking my call. Just you're want to say welcome. I'm a huge fan. By far the funniest guy on the radio talk show.
1: Thank you. you um, have excellent taste. I,
5: I just want to stick with the Kirk Cousins theme. Mm-hmm. Um, he came in, made his NFL debut in Week Five of his rookie year, 2012, coming in for an injured uh, RG3. He threw a 77-yard touchdown pass. Who caught that pass for his first NFL touchdown?
1: God, I mean, i I got to think back to the 2012 team. 2012? I don't know that I know this. Um... Um, I, I don't think I know it. I can't even think of a... Care to give a guess? Mm, I'm thinking. 2012 Washington. I know he went to Michigan State. Um, I can't even believe, I can't think of any Washington players. And that 2012 team is weird. Um...
5: That uh, rookie year, they had some decent wide receivers. I'm
1: trying I'm surprised to. Surprise you won't even give a guess. Yeah, it's a very bad job by me. Uh, oh, you know
0: what? Is that...
1: Was Pierre Garcon on that team? He might have been on that team. He might be the only one I can even think of. Who else was on that team? Can't even think of another receiver on that team. Oh, was that? I'm Alfred not mistaken. I believe
5: Washington won the division that year.
1: I mean, the only one I can even think of is is uh, Pierre Garcon, so I'll go with him. Final answer, Dave? Fin- yeah, fi- well, I can't even think of another one, so final answer, yeah. <laughs> final answer. Uh, incorrect. It oh. is Santana Moss. Oh, Santana Moss. All right. Well, you can put him on hold. He can play round two. That's uh, that's seven and one. Let's go to Robin and Dobbs Ferry. Robin, you're on Stumper Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave, and happy holidays. Same to you, Robin. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, so, in the
4: 1983 Christmas classic, A Christmas Story, uh-huh. Ralphie says a curse word and gets his mouth washed out with soap. In that scene, he rates the different soaps that his mother has used. What is his least favorite
1: soap? All right. So, so life... Remember Ralphie? I think, you, no, I, rem- I remember it. <laughs> I think life life boy was the soap they used I don't know that that was his least favorite and then there was, he said like Lux I'll go to go with light boy but I I don't remember if it was Lux or light boy and there was a couple others he threw in there but I'll, I'll I just because the name light boy so good I'm gonna go with that
4: you are
1: correct. It was Lightboy. <laughs> that was such a good one. I mean, Harv, do you see what's happening?
2: You literally just put out Lifebuoy. Yep, no, I like the only that one name. I
1: i think Lux was in there, and there <laughs> might have been one or two others. What a, what a great, great movie. thats that 8 and 1? Yep, 8 and 1, baby. Uh, all right, let's go to Walker in Mawa. Walker, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Dave, thank you so much for giving us Stump on Christmas. Christmas is it, do you, you feel like it's a Christmas miracle? It is a Christmas miracle.
4: I did not go to sleep expecting to have Stump today. Okay. And uh, can't wait for an extra hour of you and Rick in the new year.
1: Thank you very much.
4: Uh, NBA question. So NBA Finals history, what NBA Finals MVP averaged the least number of points in the series?
1: Good question. Thank you, because RJ told me on Wednesday it was a bad question. No, I think RJ's wrong. R- RJ doesn't really know what's happening. Um, now, Wes unselled, but I don't know if he was the least. Um, could be the Bullets. What else could it be? Willis Reed, I don't think, averaged a ton of points. I'm going to go unselled, but On Sale Bullets, 1978 NBA Finals will be my final answer.
4: Well, Dave, he's the only person ever to win Finals MVP averaging single digits like 9.8. You're a freak. Happy Hanukkah.
1: Wow. How about that? That's another right answer. I'm red hot. Harvey, do you see what's happening right here in front of your eyes? You're a freak, fam. That's what he called you. That's what you are right now. But I think he he meant it in a positive. He didn't mean it in a negative. Oh, me too. I do, I do too. Uh, do you want to do you want to do a second segment?
2: Yeah, why not? We're we're rolling here. We're giving the people what they want right now.
1: This is what they want. This is what we provide. One 3776 So Stump Rothenberg will continue. We'll do the second segment. Harv as a five pack. What what are we now? Nine and one. Nine and one, maybe number one seed right here. We, we are the number one seed right here on Christmas morning. Rothenberg with you. Ninety eight seven ESPN.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. All
1: right, we do it again. Run it back because this is wildly popular. Harv, where are we? Uh, through one round of Stump Rothenberg? We are at 9-1. and 9-1. and one. Now, that is inclusive of a five-pack from Andy and Merrick, but still, 9-1 and one is 9-1. and one. Uh, All right, let's go to... Um, Let's go to Mike in the car. Mike, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave, big fan, man. Congrats
6: on the new lineup of the timing. Uh, you guys I, I know what you mean. I appreciate
1: it, Mike. Thank you very much.
6: Yeah, and it's one other thing I think you'd find funny. I always like whenever you, you get a, a compliment and you say, do you, do, you, do you think I'm good at this? And what do you think about that?
1: I don't know if you notice that you do that, but I think it's hilarious. Uh, I notice that um, I do but it. I think, Okay. Anyway, it's a non-sports question, but I think you'll like it. Okay. Who's the only president?
6: Who's the only president to serve to serve two terms non-consecutively?
1: Didn't we just have this? I think we I think we just had this question. Uh, it's it's uh, Grover Cleveland. Is that's correct. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it. You know, if you're gonna give me the ding, if you're gonna ask a question that was just asked recently, then you know that's that's on you. I can't I can't be blamed for that. Put that in the left-hand column. JT and New
0: Canaan. Good morning, JT. You're on Stump. Hey, guys. uh, Hey, the year that we lost Vin Scully, I thought I'd revert to one of Vin's uh, most famous, iconic calls, but it was actually the person before Gibson. Uh, We all know about Kirk Gibson's famous home run. There was a gentleman who walked before Gibson that Eckersley gave up the walk. Mike
1: Mike Davis is the name you're looking for.
0: Well done, sir.
1: Thank you. I mean, it took me no time. I remember that like it was yesterday. I think Jeff Hamilton struck out. Mike Davis walked. Gibson hit the home run. I remember that. I was sitting there watching that game. 1988. Dave and Babylon. This is a historic run, Dave. You're on Stump Rothenberg.
6: Hi, Dave. Happy holidays. I know you like presidents, and I know you like sports. There are two universities founded by um, people that went on to become
4: president of the United States both of them have division one athletic programs
1: um like like Virginia are we looking for that yeah so that's like, the layup
4: uh, what's the three-pointer
1: uh, SUNY Buffalo was founded by Millard Fillmore
4: that,
0: <laughs> excellent well done my friend Thank you.
1: I mean, we're, we're we're putting on a display here this morning, Mark. A display on Stump Rothenberg.
2: You agree with that? This is this is quite the the run of form he's done It's pretty rare.
1: Well, let's go to Sylvester in Plainfield. Sylvester, you're on Stump Rothenberg. How
0: you doing, Dave? I'm a little scared. Are you very hot today? No, uh, you have really? nothing to be scared about. <laughs> well, here's my college question. In 1984. Maryland was down thirty-one to nothing. Frank came in and brought us back because I was on that team. Who was the starting quarterback for Maryland?
1: So Wright came in and led them on the biggest second half. In the yeah. second half, and then he had it in the NFL for a while too.
0: And um, the starter also played in the NFL.
1: Yeah. is it oh God, I, I know Stan Gelbaugh was on that team I don't know if he's the starter I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Stan Gelbaugh because he played in the NFL and I can't imagine there's a lot of those guys so that's where I'll go Stan Gelbaugh wow good answer And I, I, I love wow I and mean, that's all he's he's so shocked all he can say is wow where are we now, Harvard? is that eleven and one, 10 and one? Where are we? We are
2: thirteen and one.
1: Thirteen and one?
2: Yeah, we are doing better than the Eagles' record.
1: Ha! Uh, we really are. Uh, Anthony in uh, in Jersey. Anthony, here on Stump Rothenberg. Hello, David. Hello, Anthony.
5: So, being that it's Christmas, hopefully I can get you to thirteen and two like my Cowboys did yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, being that it's Christmas, who is? The quarterback to throw for the most yards on Christmas Day Uh, in a single game. I'm sorry, in a single game.
1: And there's not there's not a ton of games on Christmas Day. Um, it was a game a couple years ago. Um, uh, Was it Boomer? Because I know they played back in like the late '80s. Boomer had a big day against the Vikings, I think. But I think they lost that game. But hang on, I'm not, I'm not 100 sure. Just let me think it through. Jeff Garcia had a big one, but you wouldn't. That was against the Cowboys. You wouldn't. You would never ask me that. Um. Boomer had over 300. Rogers had a good one too. Between Boomer and Rogers, can I ask you if one of those two is right, or do you not want to tell me? Whatever you want me to do, Dave. If you want to ask me, you can ask me. It's your. your Well, I mean, do you feel like it's cheating if I just narrow it down to those two? I I don't think so. Is it? No, I I, I don't think so. All right, I think it's either. Just tell me, is it either Boomer or Rogers?
5: It's either Boomer or Rogers.
1: Uh, I'm going to go Boomer. I'm going to kick myself if it's Rogers, Boomer, Sison. Final answer. Fine. Final answer. You are correct. Yes.
0: Me.
1: Yes. Thought me you are going to drop me to 13 and 2. No, 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 no. Uh, let's go John in Bridgeport. John, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Um, Dave, I love you. I'm uh, I'm a big fan. I just wanted to know, do you know the name of the mayor that was in Back to the Future? Rosie Wilson. Rosie Wilson? No, was it was it Goldie Wilson? Goldie Wilson.
3: Oh my goodness, you
1: got it. Donald yeah. Cuz he used to he used to <laughs> clean the floors at the diner and they were like, you could be mayor. Mayor! Mayor Goldie Wilson. I like the sound of that. That's right. Mayor Goldie Wilson. Um, All right. Let's go to Greg in Piscataway. Greg, you're on Stump Rothenberg.
4: Dave, I don't know if you're going to love this question. I'm a big Sopranos guy, though. So. I like it,
1: too. You're a genius, so I figure
4: you could uh, figure it out. When Agent Harris came back from serving overseas, uh, his anti-terrorism, uh, what, what did he tell Tony that he was uh, dying for to have?
1: Oh, uh, where, where was it from? Uh, from uh, what? Or where? I'd be impressed with either,
4: but if you get both, I'd be super impressed.
1: I'll say Sat- satrials. Correct. I'm gonna say. I, I mean, they were. They, it was a pork store. I'm gonna guess a a a pork sandwich.
4: No, it was a veal parm sandwich from Satriales.
1: But do I get Satriales? Do I get this right or no? I'll give you half, half right. a point, you have a, Satriales is right. I, I mean, that was the question, Harv, wasn't it? Where, where did he want it from? Yes, um, uh, so I got that right. I didn't need to go further. The question. Yeah, on the whole, I think you got it right. Um, yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you that one. Okay. Um, do we want to now get the college from the one guy, and then you have the five pack and be done? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, uh, Jason and Hamilton, you're the what, Harv, what am I in this uh, round of Stumper Othenburg, by the way? That's a good question. I believe you're sixteen and one. Sixteen and one. Jason, you're the only one that's gotten me. So now you have a chance to doubly get me. What do you got?
5: <laughs> I hope I can get you on this Dave. It's my first time calling and I stump you. Um let's stick with twenty twelve. Uh, with the Kirk Cousin I asked you about twenty twelve. Well, you know guys, you know what you're doing
1: thing? here, right? You're asking me where did a guy go to college, right?
5: Oh, where did a guy go to college? Yeah. Okay. Um, David Wilson.
1: David Wilson, the giant running back?
5: Yeah.
1: Uh, Virginia Tech. Correct, man. Yeah, You're not going to get me on a Giants draft pick. That's just not going to happen. All right. Um, Harvey, you want to go to your five-pack? Let's do it, David. I, ho- I hope these are
2: decent. I'm going to be so annoyed at you if these stink. Uh, you're annoyed at me anyways. I will give you tight ends, my friend, and I will start out easy. Jeremy Shockey. University of Miami. Uh, Kellen Winslow Sr. Ke- well, his kid also went to... Uh, I'm looking
1: for the father here. And yeah, father was, was elite. He went to Missouri, I believe.
2: That's correct. Fun fact, me and him have the same birthday. That's oh, right.
1: That's wonderful to know. I wonder if he buys himself gifts. I, I would hope so. Yeah. He has
2: some self-respect. Anyway,
1: here's Tony Gonzalez for you. Cal, played basketball there as well. well.
2: tremendous. Let's go with an old name, Dave Casper.
1: Dave, that's a good one. The holy roller, Dave Casper. There's no way. You you had to look this up, right? Well, it's a five-pack. I got to get you somehow, no? Uh,
2: he went to Notre Dame. All right, good for you. <laughs> Last but not least, a forgotten great, Sterling Sharp.
1: Sterling is Savannah's St- Sterling is Savannah State final answer because Sh- wait Sterling Sharp I'm getting them confused which is the one on the show with Skip Sterling was the Sterling was not a tight end Sterling went to you South Carolina. You know what? My Carolina, apologies. My apologies. Wide receiver but Sterling was not a tight end. Shannon was a tight end. He went to Savannah State. Sterling was a wide receiver with the Packers. Went to the University of South Carolina. Final answer. Thank you very much. That'll you do see, it for you. You see what you just got there? I you just, just got the elite of the elite right there. Now,
2: I want to know that this did not happen without you, the
1: listeners. You got greatness from Dave Rothenberg today. You brought out the greatness during... This segment. All right, here's what we do. We break, we come back, we get back to the Giants, Little Mets, NBA, and get you ready for the Knicks and the Sixers. Christmas Day on 98.7. So line them up. 1-800-919-3776. How do you feel after yesterday's Giants loss? Are you angry or are you sitting there thinking to yourself, you know what, everything happened that had to happen, and we are one win in two games away from going to the postseason. Let's break it down together. Rothenberg with you. Scalding hot on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. College
1: basketball. There's NFL. There's NBA. So you get stuff. NHL, it's smart that they do this, by the way. A little hiatus. I'm sure the NBA, I'm sure Adam Silver's not thrilled that the NFL's now involved. Because there were never, I don't ever remember a, a full slate of, uh, of Christmas Day games. It was always, the NBA always owned it. In fact, I was asked if I wanted to go to the Knicks game today. And I was like, no, I want to watch the football. Last year, I was at the Knicks and the, was it the Knicks and the Sixers, I think? <laughs> Just to show you how quickly times change. You know, I had a triple-double, I believe, on Christmas Day. Maybe it was Knicks and the Hawks. Last year, Kemba Walker went for a triple-double. Kemba Walker, not even here anymore. Guys that played on last year's Knicks team, I'd love to see the box score of that game from last Christmas Day because Evan Fournier was a key contributor. Kemba Walker gave you a triple-double. The Knicks look completely different, much better now than they were last year. We'll get back to the Knicks and the Mets and the Giants and the Jets. one 800 919 So I'm watching the Fox NFL pregame show yesterday, and they come out with the story Jay Glazer does And that is Zach Wilson will not be back next season. They will part ways. Uh, He's broken uh, emotionally. He's just completely broken, and they will not be bringing him back next year. And this is, like, hot off the presses, breaking news. And my thought is, and I think Jay's great, but this is news? Like, maybe now officially we know that they're not going to bring him back, but how could you – the guy is – I mean, let's be fair. He's been one of the, I I, I think this is sincere, one of the biggest busts in the history of football. Zach Wilson has been that bad. You say, come on. He was the second pick in the draft. And he's unplayable. He got benched for a guy that can't throw the football in Chris Strebler. Mike White looks like Joe Namath compared to Zach Wilson. And now you have to start to think about I, I Listen, I like, I really like Robert Saul. I think he's a good coach. And I really like Joe Douglas. But how long of a leash do you give these guys now heading into next season? Because I'm assuming, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it turns around, and maybe they somehow find their way and sneak into the postseason. I'm under the assumption, and the odds statistically are stacked against them that the Jets do not get in. I'm assuming they're not going to get in. And, and if they do, that's great. I love it for the Jets and the Giants to get in. I'm assuming they're not going to get in. You understand if they don't get in, you're now going to have a different quarterback next year leading this team? And you have to get in? Because as good as Joe Douglas has been, and he's done a really nice job in a lot of different ways, right? I mean, he, he completely has revamped the offensive line, but he has two first-round picks. And Sauce Gardner, great. Great. And Brees Hall, I mean, looks elite. And Vera Tucker, like, he has had some real hits. But swing and a miss with Makai Becton and and like a Joey Gallo level swing and a miss with Zach Wilson. So h- how is next year not the all-important year, especially, and you say, well, what does it matter? Don't compare the Giants and the Jets. But look across town. Look across that stadium. You think that Woody Johnson doesn't look at the Giants and say to himself, hang on a second, I stunk, I brought in... And I had a ton of draft capital and spent a lot of money in free agency. And in return, I'm going to be close but not get in. And the quarterback that I drafted and and took second overall won't even be on my team anymore. And I'm supposed to be thrilled that the fact that the team on the other side of the stadium looks like they're going to get in? No. I need to get in next season. So, I know you don't like edicts, and I know you don't love the idea of you, mandates, you better get in, they better get in next year, um, to, especially if the Giants get in next year, and the Giants do well this offseason, and are a better version of what they are now, the Jets better get in next season, and again, this is no easy task, because you'd look at it and say, odds are you're not winning this division, and Kansas City's going to be good forever, and the Chargers are good, and the Ravens are good, and the Bengals are good, and the Jaguars are going to be better. And Miami is no slouch. And New England, I I get it that they're not great, but they beat you every single time they play you. So I got Ira before. I understand what he's saying, that if I get to week 18 and I play Miami and if I win, I get in. If I lose, you know what? It's been a heck of a season. It's a fair point. But at some point, I got to get in. I now have the longest drought in all the NFL. And now they've added extra teams. Right? The seven, almost, almost half the conference gets in. And I haven't been in in now 12 years if I don't get in this year. Again, I don't look at a, a huge failed season if they don't get in now. But I will look at next year as you better. And, and you, did you watch Derek Carr? Everyone, oh, Derek Carr, he's the answer. Did you watch him last night? Do you watch him this year? There's moments where he looks good. And there's moments where he looks horrendous. You want him as your quarterback? You really want Jimmy Garoppolo, who's, who's like an 84-year-old osteoporosis woman? As your quarterback, is that what you want? I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's easier to hit when you have the quarterback and you've drafted him number two overall. Makes it much easier. But now you got to go back to the drawing board. What do you want? You want Mike White as your quarterback? Or are you going to bring in a new quarterback? You want to make a play for Daniel Jones? You want to make a a monster play for Aaron Rodgers? Go all in right now? I don't know. But next year, everyone said, oh, it's, it's early stages. It's fine. It goes quickly. The Bengals were awful. Now the Bengals are, I mean, uh, next Monday night. How good is that Monday night game? For all the games that we have to endure, right? The Broncos and the Rams today and some just, I mean, Buccaneers against the Cardinals today and Trace McSorley as the quarterback. And for all the games that we watch, it's like, oh, I have to watch that. Next Monday night, Buffalo and Cincinnati right here on ESPN. How delicious of a game will that be? Do you understand the ramifications from that one? Buffalo wins that game. They're going to be your one seed. Buffalo loses that game. They could be the two. They could be the three. Cincinnati can be the one. So all three of those teams have real chances. But here's the thing. You don't want to be the two or the three when the two or the three has to play either Kansas City or Cincinnati, right? You know what I'm saying? Like You don't want to have to go through, say, Cincinnati and then Buffalo if you're Kansas City. Or if you're Buffalo, Kansas City, and then Cincinnati. You want to be the one, home field, give me the easiest possible path. We come back, we go Giants, we go Jets, we go Calls, we go Mets, we go Knicks, we go all of it. 1-800-919-3776. Christmas morning, Rothenberg with you. 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.
1: Nick 76ers from the Garden, and based on what I saw on Friday, I'm telling you, man, Friday night was the most annoyed I've been all year with this team. That game was, I mean, to make it appropriate for the day, it was gift-wrapped for you. It was done. It was under the tree. It was go to bed, wake up, and you have a victory. To lose that game, by missing foul shots. Quincy Grimes to go to the game and miss two foul shots. And then if there's anybody on the club that you would have said, yeah, you know what, put him on the line in that spot, it would have been Brunson. And he goes up there and misses two as well. And then Randall had missed, I mean, I think he was like one of four prior to that. was inexcusable. I was so annoyed at the Knicks on Friday. And it's so funny. So I, I tweeted, I said, learn to hit some foul shots. Pathetic. Hashtag Knicks, right? The responses I got, like you could do any better, like you could go out there and hit foul shots in big moments like that. No, probably not. But I'm also not in the NBA. Like, I I don't look to Jalen Brunson and say, you know what, Jalen, go out there and give me a a three-hour sports talk show. No, that's not what he is paid to do. I'm not paid to go out there and hit foul shots. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have done worse. I wouldn't have gone out there and done worse than Quincy Grimes. Or worse than Jalen Brunson. I mean, how, I mean, it's unbelievable. How do you go out there and miss all your foul shots down the stretch? And you know what the same problem is? And again, I'm really looking forward to this game today. Is that you, you, whole game, wide open shots, Barrett great, Randall making shots. You get down to like the final four minutes and the other team's defense really ratchets up. You're like, oh, God. Now, and, and they just look kind of out of their element. But they were get, they were limping home. It was going to be another win against Chicago, and you'd break the the, the one-game loss and back into the win column and get ready for Christmas Day. I'll tell you what, you, you need to win this game today. You don't want to let this thing now spiral, and that'd be three in a row if you lose this game today. one eight hundred nine let us make this a big blue report, brought to you by Two by London, the engagement shop at London Jewelers. Giants, again, I, I don't know, maybe you hear me and you're like, it's, you're inappropriate with what you say. I'm not crushed over yesterday. I'm... Um, um, Saddened with the way it ended. I thought this team played well. I really did. I thought that the Giants, for the most part, don't make mistakes. They made mistakes yesterday, right? I mean, Bellinger's fumble, the non interception from Flot, the turnover from Jones. Like, I thought they were right. They were right there. Honestly, if you said to me, Who was, I thought the Giants were the better team. Now, you don't get any, there's no revelation about being the better team. Right? You don't get any you don't get money, you don't get a Christmas card, you don't get to sleep in late, you don't get any anything. There's no benefit. But I thought yesterday the Giants were the better team. And again, it's not like the loss was debilitating. You put yourself in a position where if you win this game on Sunday against Indianapolis or the next week against Philly, who probably will have nothing to play for, you are now, much to everyone's really shock, a playoff team. Am I, am I happy? No, we could be talking about the Giants in the playoffs now and really should be. But Washington lost and Seattle lost and hopefully Green Bay loses. See, Giants and Jets are on different sides of the fence today. I'm, I'm Dolphins and all the Jets fans are Packers. And that's your Big Blue Report brought to you by Two by London, the engagement shop by London Jewelers. Picker designed the perfect engagement ring to fit every single budget at any of their seven area Locations. Let's go to Alan in Westchester. Alan, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, Dave. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm not thrilled today because I, of the way the game went, wound up, but I'm okay.
4: Well, you basically summed up everything I was thinking. And by the way, just real quickly, I have to tell you, Dave, I changed my life so I can listen to you. I just want tell you me to more. know that.
1: Tell I want to know yeah. everything. Tell me more. I I
4: completely rescheduled my day when I heard you were on this morning. So that's that's really? how much I adore so you.
1: So you had like oh. family plans. You heard I was doing nine to eleven thirty, and now you adjusted things so you could listen to the show. I, I totally, I totally changed everything. I mean, you know, because you're, you're the man. So anyway, wow. Look, well, I, I, I mean that that's high praise, Alan, and I greatly appreciate. Get that. Get out of my way on football Sundays. Out of my way. <laughs> well, today's not today's and not a completely... real
4: football Sunday though. But God. Completely on my level, by the way. This is not. I'm not just you know. Anyway, look, the Giants. I was so frustrated because they outplayed Minnesota, as you said. Yep. And you know what? I am a huge, huge Daniel Jones fan. Probably one of the most passionate Dan. And I, this is. I'm not a bandwagon guy. I've been supporting him since day one. Now everybody seems to recognize, but he doesn't have any support. And I'm so frustrated. You mentioned a lot of things a few minutes ago. You know, the fumble, the uh, the blocked punt. Oh. The non-interception, but Richie James is driving me crazy. The man has hands of stone.
1: I mean, R- R- Richie J- there, Alan, Richie James should not be uh, playing. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to be mean, and he made a couple of decent plays yesterday, but that's the truth. I mean, and he wouldn't be. If Shepard and Robinson and Tony and Galladay, like think about now, I get it, Galladay was the biggest bust of Asani you could ever imagine, right, Alan? But here's the thing you expected something from him, and Kadarius Tony, you expected something from him, who by the way scored a touchdown yesterday. And Shepard and Robinson, like uh, Sills and 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 Hodgins and the the guys that they're playing should not be playing. So endure it for a couple more weeks, and you're going to see a complete overhaul next year with the Giants receiving core. I promise you. I mean, I'd be stunned if first-round pick, not a receiver. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't like first and second or first and third. You're gonna, they're going to draft multiple receivers, and they're going to go free agent receivers, and they're going to draft a corner or two. And I mean, you're, it's going to be, I'm telling you, and they have a lot of money, a very different, the fact that the Giants are even here is remarkable. Andre and summit Andre. Good morning. You're on 98.7. Good morning. Uh, honored to be on here. Wow. And Everyone's so nice on Christmas morning. I wish every day was Christmas morning.
2: <laughs> no, no. Uh, just how we are, but Merry Christmas to you.
1: Same um, to you I and yours, Andre.
2: Like I said about the, the last caller as well, you pretty much nailed all the points. Um, I feel like we dominated the game as well. We should have had it won. There was many times, you know, the block punt, the two interceptions called back. Um, You know, those were ticky-tacky calls. You know, it could have gone either way. Well, the first
1: one didn't matter, right? Because the first one was going to be the end of the half anyway. So that that really made no difference. But the second one was, oof. I thought he had it. He should have had it, to be honest.
2: I mean, yes, we shouldn't be a playoff team. We're in it. Um, Even the last caller made a great point. Richie James should not be in there. He would be giving me headaches. You know, we... Have a joke in our even household. You know, we play catch all the time. We drop it. We say Richie James. <laughs> yeah. but um, what no, I'm mean,
1: trying painful. to get the second time, Andre. It's the second game this year which you look at and you say to yourself, "Richie James cost you tremendously." If I would have told you before the season that Richie James was costing you games, you'd say, "Who?" And why is that man playing? And now, and and think about. Not not only, think about, like, the trickle-down effect. What's the butterfly effect, right, when one thing happens and then w- where does it lead to? So Richie James, prob- is it fair to say, probably shouldn't be playing for the Giants, right? And again, I hate to be mean, but you have to be honest. He's, pretty, he's, 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 like, at best, the fifth receiver, right? On a team that's not great with receivers, he's, like, your fifth receiver. And then Richie James against Seattle fumbles not one but two punts to, to ruin that game. The Giants only scored 13 points, but still, to ruin that game, right? And then what happens? You can't put him back as the punt returner anymore because he's fumbling all over the place. So what do you do? And I thought this was one of the big mistakes, actually, from uh, from Brian Dable. He hasn't had a lot this year. I thought putting a Dory Jackson as the punt returner was a big mistake. So James is, again, I don't want to be mean, but i got to be honest, incompetent as a punt returner. So now I have to put a Dory Jackson in there. And now he gets hurt, and he can't play. And now who's my punt returner anyway? Richie James. Exactly. 1-800-919-3776. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll go rapid-fire calls. Mention what's going on with the Mets and Correa. Get you ready for the Knicks and the Sixters. 1-800-919-3776. Christmas morning. Rothenberg with you right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: Go! You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Mm-hmm. At Christmas, there'll be no All right,
1: Rothenberg with you Saturday morning, Christmas, Sunday morning, actually, Christmas morning. Getting you ready for the Knicks and the Sixers. game On ABC and right here on 98.7 ESPN. So I'm not going to be with you guys next week. Um, Monday through Friday, but I will do the show on Saturday because that's how committed I am, right? You K's off for like three weeks. You can't find Rosenberg. LaGreca's going to see Puss in Boots. Rick is off too, although he did work up until Friday. I'm doing Sunday, Christmas morning, and next Saturday. It's my commitment to you, to the sports fan, because it's an important time of year, right? one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So Monday through Friday of next week on our show, 5 to 8, will be a combination of Anita and Pat O'Keefe. And then I'll do next Saturday, 9 to noon. And then Tuesday, January the 3rd, from 6 to 10 in the morning, DiPietro and Rothenberg. Just how you like it. Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, hi. Good morning. You're next up.
3: How's it going, Dave? Merry Christmas.
1: Same to you, Jose. What do you got this morning?
3: Uh, well, I wanted to speak about the Jets' uh, man, uh, mandate for the playoffs because I do think next year there will be a mandate from the playoffs, especially from the fan base. I think I think you got uh, to. I, I,
1: I, and you uh, know what, uh, Jose, uh, here's the thing. I'm not going to cut you off, so hang on for a second. This mm-hmm. year should have been a playoff year. If the quarterback oh. situation was not in such disarray, this would be a playoff year. But coming into the season, you didn't expect it to be a playoff year, so you cut them a little slack. Next year's got to be a playoff year.
3: Oh, definitely. It's got to be a playoff year, but I will say I don't expect Salah or Douglas to be fired because it, it, as it just comes down more to it, it just looks like Zach Wilson was just an ownership pick because I just don't feel like any— Well, NFL that's not
1: fair, Jose. Why, that, I, know I don't think fair, that's fair at all. Why uh, would you say it was an ownership pick?
3: Because it just it, – it, it, all the negatives were all there, and when, when you even have, like, even some reports saying that they wouldn't have even drafted Zach Wilson, it just becomes very but clear the, that No, no, no,
1: no, Jose. Listen, I, I, you have Eli Manning, and ownership says he's, he's a, a living legend within the franchise and the history of this team, and I want him back for the next couple of years make this team as good as possible around him. That, that stuff happened. You think that ownership is saying take Zach Wilson – I mean, if Joe Douglas is worth his, his salt at all, and he didn't want Zach Wilson, you can't take a guy you don't want a quarterback second overall. I, it's I, your entire I, career. It's your entire I, reputation.
3: I know it's sad. I know it's sad as a Jeff fan, but I really feel like this was a draft day movie type type situation. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Well, no, bl- what,
1: why? What, what leads you to believe that? That would be my question. What What leads you to believe that the that, that you know, Woody Johnson went to them and said, Here, here's the thing. I demand you. Why would he demand Zach Wilson? They messed up. They messed up terribly is what they did. And You know what? They're, they're just uh, Joe Douglas because it's weird because Joe Douglas is really competent in so many ways. And then, I mean, he's had two first round picks, which it looks like they're going to completely flame out. And not only like first round picks, top half and number two in the first round. I mean, Becton was a was a, a high pick, and Wilson was two. You can't miss on picks like that. But he's fortunate. Because Sauce is great, and Brees Hall is terrific, and Vera Tucker looks like he's going to be excellent, and Garrett Wilson really, really good. So at least you do have quite a few hits, but you miss with the quarterback at two, and that's, that's tough to get up from. I mean, let, let's be fair. The Jets are a pretty good football team. And this offseason, the number one thing you have to cross off your wish list is we need a quarterback. You shouldn't have to spend money on a quarterback. That should be year three of Zach Wilson, not year one of somebody that you have to go and and mortgage something for. So they messed up terribly. Mike in Charlotte. Mike, you're next up on 98.7.
6: Dave, good morning. Happy holidays. Good morning, Mike. Happy holidays to you as well. So the last time I called you, I was driving up to Game Five for the Rangers Lightning. Um, so it's been a little
1: bit, a little that while. That didn't work. That didn't work out very well.
6: No, it didn't. No. But it was, it was still an experience. Um, I want to talk Giants, but I got a quick point about Rick. Um, So, so back in what was it? After the Giants lost to Detroit and right. the Jets lost to the Patriots, Rick started piling on that week. Well, that's a bad loss. If The Giants missed the playoffs. It's a failure. Well, Rick didn't stay in his lane and worry about the Jets and what's happened.
1: The jets have fallen apart. Not not only, Mike.
6: Fourteen in his picks. Not only fourteen in his picks.
1: How the have the Jets fallen apart? He went, and I know you know that he went zero and three again this week. I know. I mean, he. Do you understand how difficult it is for any human being to go one and fourteen in a fifteen-game stretch?
6: It's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's the sports gods calling him out for not standing in you, lane the lane. You couldn't do no. it. You couldn't do it. If I said yeah. to you, here's 15 yeah, games, go 1-14, yeah, yeah. you could not do it. So, Merry Christmas to Rick, another 0-3, even though I love him. I um, my point about preference. the Giants, my point about the Giants, um, I don't really have any expectations about the Minnesota game because usually Minnesota is a house of horrors for us. But, man, I was really impressed with Daniel Jones yesterday. Even the interception, I don't really blame on him. He's got receivers that can't get separation. Hodges should have came back and fought for the ball. I just, uh, I think he's definitely our quarterback going forward. Um, I'm excited about the Indianapolis game. Uh, we got some help yesterday, so let's go
1: Giants. That's right. Good call, Mike, and way to rub it in on, on Rick on Christmas morning. You got to win that game against Indianapolis. You're home, short week for them. God knows who their quarterback's going to be. Their, their elite running back's not going to be there. So you got to go take care of your business. And if you do, you're in. And if you don't, well, that'll be awful. Sue B. in Midtown. Good morning, Sue B.
3: Hey, Dave, two points. Regarding the Giants' leadership going forward, is Daniel Jones and Saquon going to be like Strahan, who, like, speaks up for the players and, um, you know, calls players out? And then the second point is regarding, you know, Zach Wilson – I'm surprised in 2022 there's no, like, simulation where you can predict if a QB at least is going to be halfway decent. You got, like, Brock Purdy in San Francisco, you know, dropping dimes. Sue B., it's
1: C- clearly, next to goal, clearly it's an inexact science. We have no idea. We thought Trevor Lawrence was going to be great. He looks like he's going to be great. A lot of people love Wilson. He's unplayable. Fields drops into what? The double digits of the first round. Like we have, we have no. Uh, Brock Purdy is the last pick of the draft, and is now doing things that you didn't. Even, I didn't even know who he was. When Jimmy G got hurt, you find out. Oh, they brought in Brock Purdy, and you're like, who? Dave in Spring Valley. Good morning, Dave. You're next up on ninety eight seven. Hey, good. Morning. What's going on, Dave? How are you?
4: You know, well, two quick points that I want to speak about the Jets. One, you know, I've been a long time Jeff fan. When, when they drafted Zach Wilson, I thought, you know, this is it. We we have a chance now. this is our franchise guy. You know, I was at the game I was at the game Thursday night. Tough to see him, you know, get booed off and not being able to perform this season. But um just wanted to get, you know, thoughts from you. What do you think the Jets do in the off season? You think they go for, you know, a guy in the draft or you think no. they're just gonna go? No, no, right no, no,
0: no,
1: no, no, I, no. I don't know what quarterback they'll go after and thanks to the call, Dave. There is no way you can go after a quarterback in the draft. This is a win now team. Next year, the expectation is going to be the Jets need to get in. You can't draft a quarterback. You're not even going to have a high pick. You can't draft a quarterback and give him the reins again and play that game. No. And clearly, either they don't develop or they don't draft. Well, whatever the case is, no. You, you you trade free agent something and go in that direction. I don't know if it's Garoppolo or Rodgers would be unbelievable or, or Derek Carr, but no, it will not be through the draft all right have a great day have a great holiday have a great week I'm back with you next uh, Saturday morning Merry Christmas everyone on 98.7 ESPN